0: This is the Dive Bomb Squadcast, presented by Dive Bomb Industries. Hello, everyone. Hope you all are doing well. Thank you for joining us today on the Dive Bomb Squadcast. I'm your host, Asher Tolliver. When it comes to spending your hard-earned money on a waterfowl destination, it can be an overwhelming experience trying to determine what outfitter or guide service to go with because... There are so many legitimate options. While that is not all Split Reed does for wing shooting enthusiasts, it's a major part of their business, and I'm joined on the phone today by Duncan McLeod, co-owner of Split Read. Duncan, what's up, my man?
1: Asher, what's up, my man? I'm uh, happy to be on and uh, chatting with you for a little while today. I appreciate you having me.
0: Absolutely. Thank you for joining us, man. What's good in uh, Fort Collins, Colorado?
1: this man, time of year. Uh, yeah Fort Collins is good man it's uh starting to starting to warm up finally the uh the winters get a little long around here so it's it's always nice to see some some sun breaking through in april may and uh pretty pretty quick to the summer from there so been out getting out and doing a lot of fishing and camping and backpacking and whatnot and just uh try to try to relax as much as possible with with everything going on in, in my life and the world and everything like that. But, um, yeah, man, it's excited to do a lot of fishing this summer more than anything and uh, loving it, man. Y'all, y'all need to come out and uh, come catch some trout. I know, man.
0: We might have to do that. Dude, I was so blown away. I got an email the other day, part of that, like, epic pass mix or whatever. So they send their email blast oh. out, the resorts and stuff, and they're like, Breckenridge was like, go until the, I think it was the 23rd or whatever. And I'm like, what? Like, are you kidding me? And I so I looked at the weather there and I went on their website and I saw like a click for like a live cam or whatever. And it I clicked on this one cam and then obviously it was showing zero snow. And then there was another cam that showed the mountain. And, you know, I, I don't even know how they have certain – runs open this was like at the base of pk but you could just see everything was thawing out and it was just nothing but straight ice and slush um you know ice in the shadows and slush in the sun but i was blown away dude by how late it was gone i was like dude they're still skiing out there like i thought that was over like a month ago you know for most places but breck was still going strong i don't i don't know if we're gonna get to make our annual breck trip next next year in february man we just. Freaking welcomed our third baby, so we're I know, man. dude. We're I mean, outnumbered, I mean, I, I, I man. We're
1: they're, they're on a. On that, thank you,
0: That's man. Awesome. Thank That's you. Awesome. They've they've got us in a power play, dude. We're no, we're no longer man to man, so
1: we've <laughs> hey, got our work you know cut those out. Kids, boys. you know they get the uh they put those little leashes on the kids up on the ski slopes, yep. and it's like. They they got them right in between the legs, kinda, and dude, steering those yep. rubber rubber knees all the way down the mountain. No
0: doubt, bro.
1: You'll, you'll have your little man out there in no time, man. Dude,
0: I might have I what? might have all three of them out there, dude. I might <laughs> dude, just have yeah. them pulling me like a dog sled or
1: something. I know. I'm I'm mad. I keep missing y'all and y'all's trips out here. i seem seem to always have a hunting trip or something going on. Typically when y'all come out, but we need to. If if y'all end up doing it next year, need to. For wake sure. up and make sure we do that man i've been, been looking forward to making that happen that's i love it. it out there man
0: are you one of those guys that's like ready to fast forward to fall and start chasing waterfowl or you mentioned <laughs> fish do you, you you still have fish to catch this spring and summer before you're yeah. ready for that
1: yeah man me personally i've got i've got a uh a couple bones to pick with with a few certain brown trout out here that uh I mean, yeah, I've, I've got to focus on that for a couple months, but uh, always, always looking forward to to early early goose and uh, the fall, man. But it's people always ask me, you know, what I prefer between the two, and um, you know, obviously, I'm, you know, luckily, don't you don't have to choose because they're in different seasons. Sure. Um, but man, it's I'd say as far as relaxation and just not being super stressed all the time i I would definitely choose trout fishing and just fishing in general it's it's more of a vacation and and kind of relaxation for me but as as you know man waterfowl is uh pretty stressful uh, a lot of the time and it's it's a different definitely a different ball game so apples and oranges is what i always say to people um but man love doing them both and Man really just trying to trying to figure out how I can go hunt and fish every day for, for a sure. living which i I know a lot of
0: us uh a lot of us are but it's definitely but, a yeah. different dynamic man i'm I'm right there with you you know waterfowl it's they they just present different challenges you know fishing yeah I'm certainly you know I want to get the best out of' them, um when I'm fishing, but I probably don't take it quite as personal whenever mm-hmm. i screw up fishing or things don't go quite the way I want where waterfowl hunting it's like man like it just feels like some days there's a few of those controllable factors that you may have could have done a little bit better to have a better outcome where fishing it's almost like I'm just out there and I'm enjoying it and there's certainly things I could do better uh, to increase my success but I don't feel like I take it quite as personal with fishing as I do with waterfowl hunting so that's I don't know. I guess it does help also that I'm, it's not directly yeah. related <laughs> to uh, my I'm, job I'm and what I'm doing. I'm trying to do the
1: same thing, man. I, my wife and I are always joking, like, I'm, you know, one more cast in this hole, one more cast in this hole, and she's like, you know, we got five more rivers, five more miles of river to float or, or whatever, like. I thought we were just trying to do this for fun. It's just recreational fun now. <laughs> and, like, and it's tra- like, nah, I'm bro. I'm trying to, I'm trying to let it be like that, but I get, sometimes it's hard, man. And I think one thing that's uh, an interesting difference between the two is, well, for me, I'm catching release, so it's, sure. so take that, take that before I uh, say this. But like for for trout fishing, catching release at least, man, like you can't. There is no limit. So
0: sure you
1: you constantly feel like this, like, like when you, you know, when you do a quick, you have a quick limit on whatever waterfowl species it is. It's oh quick. God. It happens quick. They do it right. Every time you kill them, people are shooting, right. You feel so satisfied at the end of it where, I mean, don't, don't get me wrong. You can't get enough of it, but there is that kind of satisfaction piece. Right. I feel like at the end of the hunt where I struggle a lot with, with trout fish and I'm like, there's no limits. So there's no like, there's, there's no bell at the end. It's It's like, it's like, man, you can get one more, you can get one more. There's still a little bit of light left. And and so (laughs) I always kind of have that. Like I'm, I'm always kind of unsatisfied when I'm fishing, unfortunately, but, uh, working on, working on trying to enjoy it more, <laughs> and so, you understand. know, keep, keeping them separate, man. You don't need stress year out. If they're supposed to be, uh, supposed to be fun, and you're supposed to remember that when you're doing it all, you know, because, you know, sometimes if you're competitive, like I know you are and competitive with yourself and, and others, obviously, but, um, man, it's, you know, you got to remember it's all, all just for fun at the end of the day. And that's kind of what it's all about.
0: That's right. You know, I used to be really bad about, you know, is it fall yet? You know, like, is it, is it water? Where are you September? You know, like those super overused Instagram (laughs) captions we're talking about. Like I used to be, that was like me um, for quite a long time, but I feel like as I've gotten a little bit older and just watching these kids grow up so fast, man, I've gotten more content just staying in the moment and enjoying yeah. every yeah. season and what it brings you know right now we've got yeah. baseball and live scope crappie and fly fishing yeah. and party barges and lake season on our yeah. minds um yeah. you know so i'm gonna do my best to try to take that all in and, and not not cheat myself during whatever season i'm in in my
1: life so yeah. i'm trying to Man, get you, can, that. you got you got to if you want to if you want to maintain a family life and friends and family and and all that you gotta <laughs> you well, gotta and all your take, best friends and family, yeah, lives. they
0: might not have those exact same interests that you love yeah. so much, like my my exactly. wife loves to go to the beach, you know that's her right. that's her opening day, you know, so right. I'm trying exactly. to keep that in mind,
1: and for y'all too, man y'all y'all go so hard so nonstop from you know what mid august I guess yeah. till. I mean, y'all got cut short, I guess, without the international travel right. this year. But man, it's what nine months. So yep. I know, I know, y'all are looking forward to to summer, you know, when when the time comes and really enjoying all that comes with that. For so. sure, for sure.
0: All right, let's uh, let's talk about split read before we yeah, go um, any further. I want to start with this for anybody that doesn't know what you guys do or what it's all about, Duncan. If you were in, say, Bass Pro, for example, wearing a Split Read shirt, and someone came up to you and asked, what is Split Read? What would your answer be?
1: So my answer would be, um, in short, my answer would be, uh, we are a brand that does marketing services for outfitters, lodges, and brands in the outdoor industry. Um, So, you know... And we get asked that all the time because it's, you know, we we are doing a lot of different things, um, you know, from productions and cinematography and kind of high-end photography and and all those kind of things all the way down to, um, you know, just just promoting through social media um, different outfitters and lodges and, you know, all the way to kind of the other end of the spectrum of, like, graphic and and website design. But the way that I kind of – Think about it, man. Is is you know we are an entertainment media hub, and we're we're building a brand around it currently. Um, and it you know I don't think it's you know there's always kind of you know there's always ways to kind of improve on brand awareness and, and everything like that. And it's a you know slow and steady progress. as you all you know have learned through dive bomb, and you know a lot of people didn't realize how many years uh, kind of went into building the dive bomb brand. Sure. Prior to, you know, the last five years of y'all kind of being everywhere, you know, um, on social media and whatnot. But really, man, I'm, I'm, I think Nick and I, are, our vision is really starting to form around creating a brand mm-hmm. and, and almost like an entertainment kind of media house, if you will. Sure. Um, and, and really just kind of focusing on that for the future and, and kind of thinking about it as that is like the overarching goal And underneath that, we have all these different business segments.
0: Right. So would it be accurate to say that the original idea of Split Read was to be a resource for comfort and peace of mind to inquiring clients about guided waterfowl hunting destinations? And it quickly just evolved into all things wing shooting?
1: Yeah. Exactly. That's exactly right, man. So, yeah, the original kind of business plan to kind of get get jump started and, and kind of meet people, get credibility in the industry, um, you know, was really revolved around marketing for um, hunting lodges and, and outfitters. And we, we really realized that there is a huge opportunity in the waterfowl industry for that. Um, You know, you've got we kind of realize you've got, you know, some of the more old school guys who've who've really created that as a business plan marketing for waterfowl lodges and and more specifically international. So we've kind of seen that business plan, um, you know, play out into a successful manner for many, many years. Mm -hmm. And then now you look at today and what we really see is a huge disconnect from that to what you're seeing today, which is essentially lots of independent freelancers doing photo or video individually for, you know, one or two outfitters or one outfitter all season, right? And so we kind of thought that like, hey man, there's an opportunity to essentially create a company um, with a lot of people, sort of, you know, involved with it and really taking this whole marketing Lodge and Outfitter marketing piece to, to the next level um, and, and really using it, really using our platform to, to really keep these names in the spotlight, um, you know, keep working and keep building relationships with these guys that, that we trust and that we know we can sleep easy at night when we send, um, you know, anybody from around the country who inquires about a, a guided hunt, we can sleep easy at night, you know, knowing that um, they're being taken care of by whoever we, you know, kind of recommend. Um, so yeah, that, that's kind of where the, the business kind of started. Um, and you know, it's, it was very tempting at first and we had a lot of conversations with, um, some smaller brands, you know, early on about, you know, doing a post for us or, you know, doing kind of these one-time things or short-term partnerships and, we kind of felt that it was just, uh, you know, obviously it's always hard to kind of walk away from, you know, money or business opportunities or whatever, but we felt that like it was only, I mean, you know, jumping in with a thousand different brands and and kind of going that route immediately. And um, it's kind of, we thought it was kind of kind of hurt us from like an authentic standpoint, I guess. And so our whole strategy is, was essentially let's, Let's start the business with the lodges and the outfitters, and that—that's our core business, and will will always be our core business. But from there, you know, we kind of, you know, Nick and I would kind of joke like, if you build it, they will come. Um, and sure enough, if you're consistent, if you're consistent with something, no matter what it is, if you're consistent day in and day out for years, people notice and and head start turning. And you know, sure enough, we had, um, you know pretty major brands kind of reaching out to us and wanting to get involved with what we were doing and various capacities. And that's kind of what, you know, opened our minds and our eyes to all the different possibilities that were kind of, you know, we thought would, would kind of open with this whole thing that we started. Um, And so that's, you know, a couple years in we started kind of working with, with brands that we believed in and, and truly wanted to work with. And, you know, again, there's still that kind of authenticity piece that we really um, are careful about. Um, you know, you, you, you see so many people out there working with so many different brands and whether it's paid partnerships or pro staffs or, or whatever it is, you, you kind of get to a point of so many partnerships that you boost the authenticity Um, and you feel like you're kind of just getting advertised to, and just jammed, you know, advertisements jammed down your throat all day. So we've, we've kind of wanted to like really take, take these brands that we want to work with, um, and, and work with them. One, we want to work long-term with our partners. Um, and two, we want to work with the brands that make sense for us, not, not just brands because it's a, a paycheck or anything like that, you know? Um, and so that's kind of, I guess, how we've kind of taken one step further from the outfitting and lodge business, and now have started kind of getting into uh, different things with different brands, making films, short series, um, and, and a lot more of that to come this year. Um, we're really good looking, really looking to put out a lot of original. Um, a lot of original video work and content as far as like Instagram reels um, short series um, and then of course you know we'll keep kind of steady eddy on short films as well um, as those kind of tend to be pretty big projects and you, you can't really it's hard to crank out you know 10 or 15 short sure. films a year <laughs> um, so yeah we're looking really to push forward on you know kind of being that um, entertainment hub and, and network of you waterfowlers and wing shooters around the world um people that you know you you come to us for uh for a bit of entertainment or relief or just um to watch some some videos that make you excited for your hunt the next day if it's in season or for the fall if it's in the spring or summer because um, we know there's there's a lot of guys out there that are thinking about it all year long just like we are but um But yeah, I think our our core business will always kind of be around the Outfitters and Lodges. And, um, you know, we really we really want uh, to be the the company that people come to when they are looking for that trip next year. Whether it's a whether it's a father or son or, you know, group of teenage buddies or, you know, it, it doesn't matter who you are. We we can really help you through the booking process and help. Recommend certain areas and 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 outfits based on your preferences and your budget, um, and really help you through that process. Because like Asher, like you mentioned earlier, man, it's it's pretty daunting, it is, uh, especially if you don't have you one if you've never done it, obviously, but two if you don't do it a lot, sure. it's daunting to get on to get on Google and just type in you know whatever guided duck hunt uh, Arkansas, you know sure. and the the top the top uh top listings that are going to pop up are just the people who can afford the most advertisements on google right that doesn't that doesn't equate to a quality hunting experience so we've kind of been able to weed out a lot of that um and have been fortunate enough to hunt with a lot of people across the country uh obviously nick you know hunting with a lot of people at Dive bomb with his time there over the past few years and I've been able to hunt with a lot of people and, um, a couple of other, you know, people involved with split read have have gotten really good exposure to, to a bunch of outfits out there. So we feel really confident in being able to kind of take some hunt requests and, and really create this kind of custom recommendation for you based on what you're looking for. Um, and that, yeah, that'll really kind of always be our core business, but, um, yeah, moving forward, we're, we're kind of always thinking what's next, what's five years from now, what's 10 years from now. Sure. Um, and then just how do we get there, you know? Awesome. So the very fluid, very fluid nature of the business.
0: Can you talk to me a little bit about your team there and their individual roles? Yeah,
1: yeah absolutely, man. Um, yeah, I'd be, you know, I'd be remiss if I didn't mention that we have a freaking killer team. Um you know i've been been in the business world working outside of split Reed for six years now since uh graduating undergrad and um a lot of different experiences all with the same company but man it, it all it all comes down to the people you have- sur- you've surrounded yourself by and people whose whose skills complement yours or offset your weaknesses mm-hmm. and so We've got, you know, I'd put our team against anybody's team out there. We've got people that really can get the job done and can can get it done consistently into, um, you know, exceptional quality. So that being said, you know, this this whole thing that we've got going with Split Read and, and how far the company has gone over come over the past few years is, you know, a huge part to do with all the people that are involved. Um, And specifically to mention, you know, a few of them, obviously, you know, Nick Costas and him and I are on the phone every, every day for three or four hours a day. I don't know how we haven't gotten sick of each other yet, but um, we're always on the phone working. So none of it would be possible without Nick, of course, Um, and myself kind of put that time away every day just to really keep pushing forward, keep pushing forward and making things happen. Um, And actually one person that is now we're actually hired full time starting June first is Christina Wing. Um, so we actually are um, bringing her on full time, year-round salary, and she'll be really helping out with um, day-to-day operations. She's kind of she's going to be kind of overseeing the marketing department, if you will. Okay. Uh, she managing photography managing a lot of our dropbox stuff she'll be traveling to outfitters social media promotion stuff when they're when she's hunting with them photography um honestly a, a jack of all trades uh christina has been very very uh essential to us and so um you know we're bringing her on full time and, and she deserves every every bit of it and it's it's kind of funny we always joke like you know, there's a lot of people out there that kind of want to make it in the hunting hunting industry and want to do it full time. And I always joke with Nick, like every everybody wants to wear the, the all star jersey or everybody wants to wear the pinstripes. But man, nobody when it when push comes to shove, nobody wants to get out there and and do the batting practice or run the wind sprints <laughs> to act, to actually get there. And so there's a lot of truth, Christina, Christina. I mean, she has. I mean, I've, she's always on top of, of everything, man. And so uh, she's been just absolutely grinding out, running wind sprints every day, p- turning, turning work around. She's, her communication's great. Um, and so, yeah, man, we're pulling her on full time and, and excited to see what she can kind of make of that role. Um, and then we've got a, a really strong team of writers, uh, kind of passionate, creative writers and journalists. Um, And that team's being head up by Ryan Barnes. And I'm sure a lot of uh, people out there who are listening to this even have have probably been interviewed by Ryan at some point in the past three years. Um, He's been been around since day one um, and has really, you know, helped kind of keep the the writing business and, and that part of it moving along. And he's been doing a great job ever since, honestly, the beginning. Um, So definitely want to give a good mention to him. Um, And then another is Corey Mulhair. I don't know if if a lot of people know how involved he is with the business, but he actually used to live here in Fort Collins, Colorado with me. And um, we spent a lot of time just at coffee shops at the beginning, trying to figure that, figure it all out. And and he's been an integral part. He's a, he's a, um, a part, a part owner as well. Um, And he's been a, an integral part of the business, for a long time now as well. He does a lot of our recipes, very, very knowledgeable of uh, wild game and how to prepare it in different ways and can honestly answer just about any question anybody has as far as wild game goes. Um, so super interesting dude. So if anybody has a chance to, he, I think he's actually going to be at the uh, squad fest. So you awesome. need to make sure you Absolutely. make sure you meet him there. Um, and then, I want to make sure I mention um, a few of our videographers. So Daniel Bagby is one of the nice guys, Buddies from Richmond, Virginia. He's kind of the director of all the cinematographers. Um, and then we've got a few that kind of work as second shooters or um, just kind of videographers under him. So this year, most recently, uh, T.J. Booth, Dylan Farrell, and Grant Sinclair. Um, Three three powerhouses behind the the video camera and, and kind of been super excited to work with them, man, and, and have them part of the team. And um, got got a lot of work lined up for all of them next year already. So they're very integral integral part of the team as well. Um, and so yeah, man, that's that's kind of you know I know I'm I'm you know leaving out a lot of people and everything. I we got a, a pretty big team, of, I'd say is. 15, 15 people or so um, mm-hmm. now. So everyone is doing their part, and um, you know, it's 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 kind of like a, a well well oiled steam engine, right? Where Absolutely. every single part of it has to be um, efficiently working in order for the train to move forward. So if you know, you know, even as simple as like, hey, if if articles or interviews aren't getting aren't hitting their deadlines, then it's, you know, it's kind of like how a supply chain works and, um, you know, you you have a one deadline that's not hit. Well then that's kind of a spiral effect and and puts that puts everything out of place. Mm So that's, that's kind of how it is, man. We got a big team, a lot of moving parts, um, but a lot of really passionate people that see the bigger picture and what we're doing and what we're, we're striving towards. So super happy to have everybody that's, that's working with us.
0: For sure. You spoke about your your riders, Ryan particularly. You guys have some incredible articles on your website that address extremely hot topics in the waterfowl community such as I think I saw yeah. digitally posted lands in North Dakota, I've seen roost hunting, yeah. bird carcass disposal
1: and yeah. a lot yeah. more.
0: I'm telling you guys, if you haven't been to splitread.com and checked out some of this media you're missing out. It's quality, quality stuff. It's it's not eyewash or yeah. just stuff that's that's irrelevant. This is stuff that is very, very relevant to waterfowling right now, as we know it. And uh, I think you're you're really missing out if you don't right. get over there and check it out. I think one of my favorite things uh, that you just spoke about, as far as Corey's role on the website, other than the articles, are The recipes that you talked about i mean Mm -hmm. while they're a a staple and very delicious we're not talking about duck poppers with jalapeno and cream cheese wrapped in bacon i mean they have stuff on there like asian duck spring rolls with peanut dipping sauce and goose french dips smoked speckle belly tacos (laughs) i think my favorites the uh cheesy jalapeno spoon dogs literally shoveler (laughs) sausages you know it doesn't sound so appealing with me saying it like that but i'm telling you go check these out on the website you'll think twice about giving all hollywood a pass
1: oh you absolutely will man and it's i'm glad you mentioned that because it's you know we think you know the recipes are you know a very important part of everything and, and kind of showing um you know uh, the hunting community, but also people outside the hunting community kind of what what that's all about and, and kind of Being able to bring that to the table after after killing something the day before the day of and, and sharing it with your friends and family It's uh, it's definitely a really cool experience. And I think there's a lot of um, you know, everyone makes duck poppers because it's the most well-known and, and easiest thing to make but man, we try to we try to put a lot of different recipes out there, everything from the simplest, you know, sandhill crane steaks to like you were saying, some pretty more complex stuff. So no matter who you are, you should be able to find some recipes that you should you can manage on our website um, and really switch it up for next year. Cause I know, you know, personally I can't eat duck poppers over and over again. Right. And it's, it's nice to switch it up and, and do something a little unique. And, and honestly, your, your friends and family are thankful for it too. So yeah, definitely go, go check those out. Um, some, some definitely some mouthwatering recipes that um, we're, we're putting the, the pedal to the metal with those this year. So those will not be slowing down at all. We'll actually be ramping them up even a little bit. Um, so yeah, man, go check those out everybody. And then any of those other articles that Asher mentioned, we're really really trying every day um, to think about, you know, relevant topics and stuff, more stuff that's on people's mind or or controversial debate type topics and and writing about those because, you know, historically, text and uh, articles in the waterfowl industry have been at least from from our point of view, are pretty. I guess I don't know if boring is not the right word, but pretty bland. Yeah, You're just it's, kind of
0: answering it's, the stuff you already
1: know. Yeah, pop population surveys You're or right. just summary summaries of the Ducks Unlimited population right. surveys or what's happening in the Prairie Pothole Region or just just kind of the you see the same just old the status quo, article. Yeah, yeah status quo kind of government type articles where. We feel like we could, you know, really leverage our platform to to be almost and, and you know, we're not quite to the news you know, news outlet part of it yet. I strive to to have somebody be, you know, the guy who's writing news stories who's essentially on call every day. And having somebody being able to to turn around and write an article up within 12 hours and put it out. So we're, we're essentially a, you know, covering news real time, um, not two weeks or two months delayed. And there's, you know, we can definitely improve on that. And that's kind of a, you know, you can always improve on everything, but that's, that's something that we strive to be is constantly relevant, constantly talking about things that people care about today or things that people are, too scared to to talk about and it's something that like the carcass disposal one man that's a perfect example um you know we're all waterfowl hunters we all you know clean our birds and you know we have carcasses left over like it's not you know nothing illegal about it it's just part of the game and it's something that most publications would never in a million years even write about that topic touch it with a 10-foot pole exactly for whatever political reasons but we're not going to be like that because we're not you know, interested in and in, in kind of falling in line with the whole politics of it all. And we, we just want to talk about what people want to hear about, you know.
0: Right. Yeah, there's certainly nothing wrong with the the stuff you hear about, you know, the population surveys. That's great. How much water's on yeah. the prairie? That's awesome. But, you know, I think it is refreshing to folks see people. Step outside of the comfort zone and discuss some of these topics that might be a little taboo, you know? So, yeah,
1: um, that refreshing's a refreshing. I'm glad you say that word because, like, if if I could put one word to what you know, I'd explain like what we are as far as a business goes and building a brand and everything, but as far as like one word that kind of like describes what we're going for, it's refreshing. You, you have everyone follows so many photographers and so many um very just very similar accounts and so you know we like we're an outlet that's a, a refresh it's a refreshment from all of that it's something different it's something that's not the same old cliche you know this this and that it, it's just a completely different spin on it's just a re, it's a real world you know it's the real world of waterfowl hunting It's the real world of wing shooting um, and we really want people to come to our our platforms and, and Instagram page and, and everything for a refreshment of the day-to-day.
0: Absolutely. Duncan, uh, I think it's time for the Dog Bomb Squadcast Hot Seat. Are you ready?
1: I'm ready for it. <laughs> I don't know, dude.
0: I'm talking like uh, – yeah. I'm like 101 <laughs> up at the letters. Like, see if you can catch up to it, hot seat, bro. <laughs> All right, Great first one's not going to be so hot. It's one that I ask almost everyone, but I have to ask you as well because I know you'll give me something good. What's <laughs> the most overused caption on social media?
1: The most overused caption uh we love I love posting that one I think we maybe post that once a year um, man, most overused uh I would say man one that's one that's kind of got my attention this year was this uh the whole feet hanging, we banging thing. I, I don't know. I don't know why, but that one it, it cracks me up. Let's just say. Oh man. And I, I can't stand that one. But uh, yeah, that's that's definitely an overused one. I would say. And uh, that's, that'll be at the top of my list for, for the years to come. <laughs> if
0: the Canadian border opens to vaccinated individuals only, will you get the vaccination to be able to chase ducks, geese, and cranes in the motherland?
1: Absolutely, man. Who's the best? Put, go ahead. That, go ahead. We posted that the other day. I, I, I was like debating. Like we we try to stay away from politics, man. Sure. You, it's the same thing. You come to us for a refreshment of all that crap. You, right. you, you see enough politics. Kind of like you there. don't want
0: to go to ESPN to hear LeBron James give his take on yeah. you know, some political.
1: Exactly. Exactly. So we try to stay out of it. But this is one of those that's kind of right in our our world, and and so it's you know we're towing the line there, but. Um, yeah, and I thought I was ex- actually, I was thinking more people would say yes to getting it in order to go hunt in Canada, but I'd say overwhelmingly responses were no, hell no, you know, wait for them to get down South. Yeah. And, and I, I don't know. I think I speak for Nick too, but we're, we'll be first in line to get across the border no matter what it takes. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's, it's been a, been a couple of years now, it seems like, and whew, it's, uh, there's nothing more freeing than just running around up there on the prairies. It's, it's really, yeah, it's really freeing experience. So we're, we're excited and hopefully we're hearing different things, man, but hopefully it'll open. Um, but no one seems to know shit really. Uh,
0: (laughs) Who's the uh, best waterfowl photographer in the game right now?
1: Best waterfowl photographer in the game. That's a good one. Um, Man, I'm going to give my girl, Christina Wing, a shout out on that one. Um, she's she's honestly, over the past couple of years, we we had her kind of subcontracted out for some photo shoots a, a couple of years back. And, um, you know, she's always, she's always been a great photographer, but I would say her photography over just the past year and a half has gotten incredible. Um, I mean, truly incredible. I like, I like the dark images. I like the, the tones and, and everything that she uses with editing. Um, she's phenomenal. And then I'm going to, I'm going to give I'm going to give you two actually, if that's all right. Yep. My second one is actually going to be Seth Ben. I think his, his photography is hands down the best out there as well. Um, similar kind of tones. I like that darker, yeah. you know, brings out a little more emotion in the photos. And I think, Nick's Nick's got that similar style. Everybody's kind of got
0: their style, you know. Everybody's yeah, got something just a yeah. little different. You, you little think different. of their name and you can almost picture the the image in your head, you know, what that yep, person brings yep. to the table, which is what's exactly. cool about this industry is um, you know, you can have two guys shooting the exact same thing and you can come up with two yeah, different two, totally two it, different it gives problems. off a totally different vibe, you know.
1: Absolutely, man. Who's your favorite so
0: follow amazing. on the gram?
1: my favorite doesn't even doesn't have to
0: be ground. outdoor related just your favorite fall in general it might be somebody on your uh you, you see it on your explore page all the time or
1: and yeah i would say man i i would say two one and I, I know you're giving me the one i'm supposed to give you one but i'll give you two of them That's on okay. one one fishing and one hunting um so for fishing actually uh gotta give a shout out to my guys over at fly lords i don't okay. know if yeah if you've heard seen, of them. seen them um, i'm sure a lot of people have they're a they're a powerhouse in the fly fishing world um and actually i spent a few years actually working um at fly lords kind of helping with business development and, and brands and stuff like that but uh jared is the owner over there and he is doing an incredible job um you know talk talk about someone who's addicted to trout fishing like myself i can't I can't get enough of that page and, and everything that they're putting out, man. It's, it's definitely, uh, some of the work days go by. Um, and then honestly, not, non-biasedly being on the dive bomb podcast, man, I like following y'all around and seeing where y'all are and, and what outfit, you know, you're hunting with. And I think it's, you know, I love how y'all kind of show a lot of the, the behind the scenes kind of bullshitting around mm-hmm. in between hunts or, and stuff. And, you know, talking shit to Kate and Nick, and you know, <laughs> whatever whatever the scenario is, man, I, I love following y'all, and um, you know, y'all do a great job of that, and, and making making you as a viewer really feel like you're there, you know, in the back seat with with the guys going to whatever that hunt is, and so um, love following y'all as well, man, and and you know, I, I look I look up to that as far as the kind of you know, the kind of stories that we put together when we're on our trips is incorporating more and more of that kind of in between behind the scene mm-hmm. type stuff and, and really draws that connection a little bit stronger uh, to where it's, it's more real, it's more sure. authentic and, and everything like that. So definitely
0: people like real, they just like seeing do. people right. doing what they do, the same stuff, messing with their friends yeah cade laying yep. down you taking a nap you pull the sheets back and he's ass naked yep. laying there. i mean it's just funny and it's yeah. relatable and yeah. and um you know people people can latch yeah. onto that and we like we like giving Absolutely. it to people because that's what we like we yeah. like seeing people do that and if we yeah. can make somebody feel like they kind of got to be a part of an adventure or see what it's like yeah. to tag along then that's the mission accomplished so yeah. all right Absolutely. finally would you rather fart every time you laugh or burp every time you take a bite of food?
1: <laughs> Man, well, I, I already like burp every time I take a bite of food because I can't seem to swallow it before I, or I can't seem to chew it before <laughs> I swallow it. I've always got I got a heartburn. I take like two bites and swallow whatever the hell it is. And so yeah, I'm already used to that one, so I'm gonna just stick with that. You're
0: gonna stick with a burp every time you take a bite of food,
1: bro. Every bite of food though, every
0: single one you ever take, like
1: bro, no, everything, lying, bro. Heartburn,
0: dude. That is beat. I'm sorry to hear that. Nah,
1: it's not burps. It's just like the the heart. Nah, burp, bro. You know? These are
0: full on burps, dude. <laughs>
1: Well, I'm still sticking with it. I'm still sticking with it.
0: Can you imagine good. farting no every time me. you no, laugh, almost, bro? Yeah,
1: you know what? Laugh, like I'll you're laugh at a business meeting,
0: dude. You're like trying to be serious. How Somebody gets you going. <laughs> yeah. Good. You'd be hearing
1: it right now. <laughs> oh, yeah, I laughed. I laughed too much. So three three meals a day. I'll stick with the burping.
0: <laughs> All right, that was fun. You're officially off the hot seat. Oh, man. you need to get that seat hotter over there. All right. I'll see what (laughs) I can do next time. (laughs) Tell me a little bit about um, Duck Camp
1: Dinners. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Yeah, so Duck Camp Dinners um, was a a very cool project that kind of came to us, I guess, what really wasn't even but a year ago, about this time last year, I would say, in the spring um chef jean paul had been following along with us and liked what we were doing and and liked how we were incorporating recipes and and, you know wild game cooking into the mix and everything like that and um you know obviously realized we had a a large platform for uh reach and everything like that and he um he had an idea that he's kind of dreamt up over the years of you know he's he's from louisiana as people have seen it all know and, and everything like that but they him and his buddies have a little floating duck camp down there in the bayou of Louisiana. And he's always kind of wanted to put a, make a TV show or a, a series or a season even around life at their duck camp and, and kind of bringing you along with the Cajun cooking and the fun and the, you know, what music list, they go catfish, um, jugging and all, you know, it, it's, the whole Louisiana culture and lifestyle kind of wrapped up into this uh, short TV series. And so that's kind of what what chef came to me with is is kind of like, hey, what do you know? What do you think? Do you think this would do well? Um, you know, stuff like that. And I was like, man, absolutely. I think that is so unique and different to, to anything anybody's put out there. We're all on board for that. We can make it happen for you. We've got the guys. Um, so, you know, fast forward to, I guess the first week of December and hundreds of hours of pre-planning. Um, we went down, I, I personally wasn't down there, but, uh, Daniel and Dylan Farrell, uh, were the shooters. And then Simon Carlson was the photographer and he was running the, uh, Instagram actually while, while they were down there to kind of show sure. a little behind this behind the scenes stuff. But, um, yeah, man, they filmed it the first week of December, um, and the plan originally is kind of funny. But the plan originally was to have five have five to eight minute long episodes and do you know five or six different episodes, pretty relatively short, with a little hunting and a little cooking in each one. Uh, Daniel comes back after a week of shooting down there with them, you know, all day, every day, into the night. <laughs> um, he basically starts chopping through the footage. It was like, man, these are, these are going to be like 20 plus minute episodes. Like, you know, we committed to a turnaround uh, timeline of like launching these things right after the seasons ended. That's in what, two months from now, man, this is going to, this is a beast of a project. I I don't know, like kind of what we got ourselves into with this turnaround time. This should be launched next dunk season. So, but, you know, we're committed to the timeline. We've got brands relying on us and um, everything like that. So, you know, we're, we're going to do what we say we're going to do. Um, so he, Daniel, man, he, he sat down and, and cranked away at that thing for hours and hours on end um, for, for a month or two, really, um, all the way up until when we released it in um, February. I, I think it, yeah, it was mid or early February. And we pulled it together, man, and it was an incredible, incredible um, show. And I think it the the coolest part about it was, you know, we got tons of great feedback and and everything. And we kind of expected that from the hunting community. But the coolest part was all the different people who have never hunted before and how much they enjoyed it. And people's moms or, you know aunts or cousins or you know brothers who never hunted before were like loving it apparently and they're excited for the next week to come out and excited for the next one and could relate with chef jean paul and his his uh, buddies and they they're very relatable characters and so kind of being able to say like hey um, this this is reaching more than just waterfowl hunters you know what i mean so that that was really cool to see um, how you know how broad of a reach and how how much excitement was actually generated from it? Uh, you know, is it, it, refre- it was a refreshing series, man. No one's really done kind of anything like that, and so it was, I thought, refreshing just for my own personal viewing to to see something like that get produced to the quality that it was, and and really you could connect with the characters and the storyline and and really kind of follow along with everything. So. That's kind of how it came into fruition, man, is is one season in now and um, kind of in the planning phase right now for season two uh, and beyond. Hopefully, Um, you know, the the vision is hopefully to take uh, Chef Jean-Paul around to many, many more duck camps around the country and and inevitably the world and have him kind of go and Hunt and meet the the characters at those duck camps and hear about the culture and the history of their area and the different kinds of ways that they prepare their food and and kind of being the the chef and the host of that show and um you know it, it might not just it might not be limited to just duck or, or waterfowl hunting you know we kind of see it being a a camp dinners mm-hmm. and you know I'd like you know the way I envision it is in five years season 15 chef jean paul's in a in a canoe in cambodia and they're going fishing for some you know exotic fish species out there and how they cook it up raw and eat it like you know whatever the whatever it is just we're we're, we're thinking really big with kind of how far we could take it um and obviously that's that's many moons away and a lot of a lot of money between now and then to make all that happen but you know we dream big and uh we make things happen so we do think that uh that's kind of the direction it's going and um we're just kind of working out a few things right now with with various brands and distribution companies that are interested and in, um just trying to see kind of what the next move will be for us but we're we're excited and um Excited to see what's what's in store for Duck Camp Dinners, man.
0: Definitely, man. It was a very, very fun series. Very interesting and entertaining series to keep up with. I thought you guys absolutely knocked it out of the park. It was very, very well put together. Impressive, to say the least. Can yeah, you but... tell me a little bit about what you guys have planned for this fall?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, man. I actually... I flew back to Richmond, Virginia, where, um, Nick and Nick and I are both born and raised and went back and, you know, obviously saw some family, but kind of a lot of motivation behind that trip was let's stop the two out or the 30 minute phone call 15 times a day and just sit down together in person and just work on our schedule, work on who's going to be where and when. And, um, You know all that stuff. So yeah, Nick and I spent a lot of time actually setting up the fall. Um, Y'all are probably a little bit ahead of us with your schedule. Y'all a little more dialed, but we're getting close. We're getting close to finalizing the schedule. Um, But yeah, man, if Canada is not open, um, we'll be starting in starting in North Dakota and pretty much running from there, hunting all over the country um, with a handful outfitters. I don't you know, it's a long list, so I don't wanna go and right. kinda of list them all out. Sure. But everywhere from from North Dakota to the you know flooded timber in Arkansas to California and um I mean just all over the country, man. Just hunting as in many different destinations and uh scenarios as possible and just constantly diversifying things for you know, an interesting for an interesting viewership experience if that's even a word but um just kind of looking to get everywhere man and and i hopefully canada opens and i'll just kind of start up there and uh, spend a couple months hunting up there and i'm i'm working full-time remote actually with the company i work uh full-time as split reads just a, a side business for me personally for now um but if canada opens i plan on uh man, I I might just work up in Canada for two or three months and hunt after work and uh, whatever. So hopefully that's where it it does start. Um, But we'll obviously see on that. Um, But yeah, that's kind of our travel.
0: Trying to figure out this fall schedule with Canada. (laughs) And, you know, it doesn't look like it's going to open, but still like the back of your mind is like, you're trying to get stuff scheduled for September and October, but at the same time, you're like, well, crap, man. If we fill up the schedule and then the borders open, we're really going to be shafting ourselves.
1: Yeah, so that's just kind of leaves you yeah, in a tough uh,
0: situation.
1: Yeah, man. There's nothing easy about scheduling an entire waterfowl season's travel schedule with like five videographers and three photographers, yeah, and so I mean, it's it's a it's a lot it's, that people don't really realize. You, idea. I know you realize. I know you realize for sure, but a lot of people think, you know, hey, just Bounce around from outfitter to outfitter and hunt, yeah. and have a good time, and go, go yeah. on to the next one. But man, we're trying to make spending... it fit
0: logistically yeah. and migration I, I, wise.
1: It bring it's just a whole well, other
0: element than just putting stuff down on paper and hoping it works
1: out. Yeah, exactly, man. It's it's hours and hours and hours of it, it's like a game of chess, you know. And Dude, it's got to no all fit doubt. fit right, or you're going to end up being. You know, buying plane tickets on the last minute of the oh, day for nine, $900 yep. if you're not prepared, opposed yep. to 300 now. You know, so the little things like that that go into it. Um, but yeah, doing, you know, a lot of traveling, hunting with outfitters, lodges, um, filming. We're going to be doing some short film series. Um, so we're, do- we're actually doing one. I- Really not. I don't know if I'm supposed to mention this. It's going to be kind of a little bit of a surprise, but we're going to go film in August or end of July with the Python Cowboy uh, and do a, a short series on him to really kick off the year right before Waterfowl gets going. Okay. Um. And so I think that's going to be interesting for us, kind of running running that. And, and it's a little, you know, it's a little unique, but that that guy is is from awesome. Florida, right? And yeah, like yeah, North he's a yeah, if anyone doesn't know who he is, he's an invasive species specialist, or I I don't know his exact title, but basically he's down in like the Everglades area, yeah. and is like the single invasive species eradicator. That's a good title he should put on his <laughs> uh, on his resume there. But a, a, a invasive species eradicator for all of these Everglades, whether it's living communities or Okay, man, he is all over the place. Iguan, like, iguanas, pythons, yeah. um, you name it, he's down there uh, taking care of business. So he's an, he's an interesting dude, and we're excited to get down there and film him some. Dude, um, that's gonna so cool. that's going to kick, yeah, that'll kick it off for us. And uh, from there, we've got, I, I don't want to speak to any specific films because we're still kind of fundraising for um, some different ones. One I can speak to that, um... This is an exciting one that we're working on. This is actually with Dive Bomb and uh, Browning. So Dive Bomb and Browning will be co-sponsoring a film on Hunter Pickett, who I'm sure most everybody knows down in Texas. Um, we filmed a little bit last year, but we're got a few days planned. Um, down there with the dive bomb guys and hunting with Hunter and, and really diving deep into Hunter's story and, and how he became, you know, a full-time guide uh, down in Texas. And so really interesting story there that we're going to be diving into. Um, so that's one that's definitely set in stone. Um, obviously, Duck Camp Dinner season two mentioned that. Um, lots of mini series um, that we'll be working on. We're, we're working on a youth, uh, youth day, film down at uh tj mallet spot so that's kind of in the works right now with a okay. few brands um so yeah man just we, we we're just kind of getting film uh pitching films right now so hopefully a few more we'll we'll have and um get that on the schedule and make those happen but Definitely. um yeah man it's going to be a, a busy busy year for for all of us and it's good, yeah. you know. Busy is always good, of course, but it's uh, it's definitely
0: relentless. <laughs> Dude, that's awesome. I mean, it's cool as all those trips are, man. I think the the freaking I'm most excited to see the freaking python. one <laughs> <Dude>, that's Sick, <laughs> Dude, yeah. You know, man, I think those uh... things are like. I think they say they're like offspring of of uh, you know pets that were like illegally released because they. You know they got too big and dangerous for owners. You know, and, yeah. I'm not uh, you sure. know they just exploded sure in population. There. I think that's the same thing that that uh, happened Things with the iguanas. Too. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah so, dude, dude, that's they're cool. They're like today. crawling that's all cool. over
1: the place down I'm there. I'm excited. So,
0: waterfowl stuff's cool, but
1: man, that's gonna be yeah. really cool. <laughs> well, dude, he does he does like he does certain waterfowl stuff down there too. And Killing I think those, he's like guiding...
0: Egyptian geese in, like, he, March yeah, and like and stuff. Yeah,
1: he does those. Yeah. So I, I don't know, like what the how that all works whether it's there's seasons for it or not with him but we hopefully we can kind of get exposure to some of that I, I can't imagine that he's but if you know if they're i don't i don't know if there's some kind of invasive what's up with florida and there like there,
0: all but, this invasive stuff you know like yeah, aren't dude, there peacock bass know. like invasive too or yeah something? the
1: peacock bass are and those very, things are awesome that, man, I want to catch one of those on the fly ride. that would be um, sweet, dude. But yeah, Florida's got it going on, and they got dude, some wild. got wild bad, things dude. going on down there. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, man, we're gonna get geez. down there and uh, eradicate some species with our with our boy Mike <laughs> uh, Trapper Mike. So y'all y'all stay tuned for that. One.
0: That's awesome. Uh, before I let you go, Duncan, ten years from now, what do you
1: hope Split read looks like? Ten years from now, what do I want Splittery to look like? Um, honestly, man, I'd like—you know—I'd like to eventually, and this might be like fifteen plus years—I'd like to eventually take kind of what we've created from a reach uh, and, and kind of engagement standpoint, and and kind of put it into. Um, honestly like a a real estate game of potentially so this is this is long term and and this is kind of like we're not going to change what we're doing like we still want to be the number one um you know marketing company for outfitters and lodges we still want to be making original series and original films with brands and kind of really pushing the needle with like original video content. Right. Um, we're still going to do the articles and the recipes. Like the, these are like set in stone forever. Right. Cause we know that's, it's successful and it will continue to be. Um, but if you, if you like ask me like 15 years from now, like what would be like the next step up or, or, you know, the big, the big, you know, end goal kind of would be essentially taking a waterfowl property manager um, or developer. And so taking a a developer, an investor, or group of investors, and then ourselves as the marketing piece to it, buying land, developing it for waterfowl, marketing the hell out of it for two years, and then selling it. Mm -hmm. So I think we have a platform that we could leverage to do just that. We've got the network of people and investors that we could do just that. Um, and we actually just brought on, um, a new, we have two new partners that just joined split read, um, Taylor Dunnigan, who, you know, Mm -hmm. and then Brant Tulledge, uh, is a buddy from Richmond, Virginia. Both of them, um, are now co-owners as well in split read and they're actually both, they're both real estate guys. Um, Taylor sells ranches for Hayden outdoors, uh, which I'm sure a lot of people know who Hayden outdoors is, at least if you're, uh, living out in the Midwest or mm-hmm. the West, um, they sell massive hunting ranches. So he's already kind of got experience in that world. Um, and Brant sells uh, real estate on the East coast. So okay. we've got a little bit of that kind of, you know, <laughs> now we've got their experience with that and knowledge with that. It helps tee us up, I think for that down the road. Um, Now I say that like that's where we'd love to be, you know, that's there's a lot of money in that obviously, but there's that there's a lot to do between now and then and we're not every every move we make today is not a step necessarily towards that. But that's kinda like what Nick and I, you know, dream of one day. So Awesome, man.
0: I think that's a that's a great plan, you know, you want to set the uh bar and the goals very high and you know, ultimately, you know, they're you know, there really is no end goal, you know, you just set your mind towards something and you explode toward it as fast as you can. Maybe you get there sooner. Maybe it takes you as long as you thought, or maybe it takes you longer, but keep working hard and you push the right buttons with the right personnel. Like you said, it's a train. Everybody's got a job to do to make that thing go. And eventually, you know, you just might look back and you don't even recognize what it is now from all the moves you made. So,
1: that's right. I, I just want to, I want to hire more people full time, sure. have everybody that I mentioned full time one day and man, maybe I could go full time one day. doing <laughs> it. But I want to, I want to take care of everybody For else sure. first who's, who's really doing a lot of the work and, awesome. um, you know, we'll see what, what happens down the road, but it's, it's exciting, man. We're, we're growing fast and, uh, there's no, no sight of slowing down. For so sure. we'll, we'll see what, we'll see what the future holds.
0: Well, Duncan, I have, a. Uh... I've really enjoyed seeing you guys grow and all the incredible media you're consistently putting out and, uh, man, I appreciate you taking time out of your schedule to hop on here with me today.
1: Yeah, man. It was good chatting with you. I know we've been trying to nail down a date to to hop on and both of our schedules are freaking a mess, but, uh, <laughs> we, we made it happen, man. I appreciate you having me on.
0: Absolutely, man. Well, I look forward to, I'm sure seeing you this fall, um, oh, I know yeah. I'll talk to you oh, yeah. well before then, but uh, thanks again, my friend. Absolutely,
1: Absolutely Asher. We'll okay. talk soon. And I'll see you, see you soon. And I'll Bye-bye. Bye, bye.
0: See you. There yeah. it is. Duncan McLeod with Split Read. Like I said earlier in the podcast, if you haven't been to their website, go check it out. It really is an incredible resource for waterfowlers. Splitread.com, or you can find them on social media at Split Read. Hope you all have a great week. Until next time, y'all be good. Thank you for listening to the Dive Bomb Squadcast.